0: happy tuesday huh happy happy tuesday everyone welcome back <laughs> what was that it's like a it's like the that that uh off mic bible study or something welcome back welcome back We is, explore uh, Matthew matthew 13. chapter 13 all right starting in verse one here we go get with the program that would be terrible all right we're doing it uh welcome back for real <laughs> just trying to get my life together just gonna keep saying welcome back all right here we go um uh, so we're exploring matthew 13 uh so verse 1 through 9 jesus moves to the shoreline people follow he then hops in a boat to speak to the ones on the shore he tells a parable of the farmer uh, read three through nine wow i read that out loud yes it's it's already happening it's only it's only the second one all right uh (laughs) so three through nine uh he told many stories in the form of parables such as this one listen a farmer went out to plant some seeds he scatters the seeds across the field some seeds fell on the footpath and the birds came and ate them other seeds fell in the shallow soil and uh, with the underlying rock, the seeds sprouted quickly but because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun. And since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still, other seeds fell in the fertile soil and they produced crops that was 30, 30 60, 60, and even a hundred times as much as the as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Okie dokie. So then we get into the pop quiz, which oh, is... Um, I didn't study for this. Uh, pop quiz. So the pop quiz is the, the disciples ask uh, why he speaks in parables. And so pop quiz we'll we'll save it for the end. Ooh, we could do that. We could do that. We'll do that. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna answer it at the end. But uh what does each seed represent in today's life? Okay. So moving forward, twenty four the thirty, the parable of the wheat and weed is the farmer disciple the farmer disciples are the work workers. In the second coming, God will remove all the believers with Him, and those who do not believe will be burnt. Because uh, so he talks about he talks about uh, a farmer has his workers plant the seed. Uh, some of the seed, uh, while it's there, somebody else comes around and puts weed seed of weeds in there, and then the workers come back a few days later, and they're like, "Hey." the seeds sprouting but we also have weed amongst the the seeds do you want us to pull that up he says no uh well, the 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 main farmer says no because if you do that it's going to wreck everybody else uh, super fun parable because it's it's like you know disciples in today right the church is planting these seeds Christians plant these seeds but we're amongst the not non-Christian, which would be your weeds, and instead of God pulling the weeds out all the time, because, I mean, some people probably say, like, well, why doesn't God just take the sin away? Well, it's because of this. Because it doesn't allow for Christians to plant deep roots and to the, the try to save those non-believers. Right, right. Yeah. And that's why he says... Uh, again this is just me me thinking out loud is the 30 60 and even 100 times the seed that was planted is made is now the crop because it is you know you're multiplying his his fields hopefully that made sense did that make sense it made sense okay cool i 100% follow well, that. well you read it so if you didn't make sense you go read it yeah <sighs> all right 31 to 33, Jesus says, um, the kingdom right now is as small as a mustard seed and, but like a mustard seed, if you're, if you're not tracking, Google it, a mustard tree is one of the biggest in the, in the garden at that time in that populace or that area, that environment would have a mustard tree. Um, so what he's saying is, you know, as you know, earth continues to move, the kingdom should be growing to be bigger. So, and we're, we're going to get to it, but, I mean, you just keep hearing the same narrative. Yeah. Like, small things are growing big. Um, so that's the parable of the mustard seed. 33 to 35 is the parable of the yeast. And now he's going to talk about, <laughs> um, so I have, the word of the Lord is like yeast. When combined with the right ingredients, it rises to something bigger. Again. Small things make bigger things. Keep in keep in mind of the yeast and what that does, because we're going to talk about that a little bit later. I don't know; it's on this chapter.
1: Yeah, that's that's from a chapter to come
0: thirty six to forty. Um, he explains the wheat and the weed. So I already did that for you, ish. Uh, go back and check it out. And then forty four to forty six, the sacrifice for sacrifice all for the kingdom of heaven. That's pretty much your the the big takeaway out of that it's uh, the parable of the hidden treasure of the pearl. Um, moving forward, forty seven to fifty two, another end of the end of the world parable. Those who are <laughs> <laughs> those who are good will be kept; those who are bad will be tossed. And that is the parable of the fishing net. Basically, a fisherman comes out, and well, basically, Jesus is saying, you know, when a fisherman casts his net and pulls it back in fish that are not that are either dead if you know anything about fishing if you net fish some fish will die some fish are just going to get thrown back they're not big enough or whatever are going to get thrown back and you're only keeping the right fish and that's what he's kind of talking about at the end of the at the end in the end whether it be your own death or when jesus comes he is going to either take you out of the net and throw you back, which is going to go back to hell, or you're going to come with him and you're going to be sold. I'm just kidding. You're not going to be sold. (laughs) You're You're going. You're going to heaven. Don't take it so serious, people. Just be a good person. Be a good Christian. Uh, Jesus rejected in Nazareth is 53 to 58. People who know you best will be the hardest to disciple to. So basically Jesus goes into Nazareth and, you know, it's, it's almost like, and this is like perfect, right? So Matt and I just had this conversation that I talked to a dude I knew from pre-Christian life. I'm going to call it that. So pre-Christian life. And he asked me what I was doing. And I said, you know, going to church now, found, found Jesus. And he asked me about, you know, we used to have a military podcast and he said, Hey, you guys still doing that? I said, no, we're doing this. We're doing a Bible study podcast, and obviously, I couldn't see him because we were texting back and forth. But I, I would love to be there when his he saw that,
1: right? The jaw dropping, the open. jaw,
0: yeah, maybe that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I've talked to other people and they're like I could see that. Like you're you're a, a thinker, and this makes sense, and you're you're always searching for something better. And I I found the best, so here we are. When end of search for that <laughs> <laughs> that portion of my life is in search. Um, yeah, but. It would just be like it's like that, or it's like we go home on vacation and like see our family and friends and you know, people see you and they're like, Hey, you wanna go whatever, you wanna go to the party, you wanna go to the club, you wanna go to the barn and have a fire, you wanna and you're like, No, I don't really do that anymore. I'm more of a I do this now. And they wouldn't believe you. And I'm not saying that <laughs> Jesus was not had like this weird past, and now he just comes back. And what I'm saying is, the difficulty he's having right now is the same that we will have when we see people who knew us in our past life or a previous life, and now I have to convince these people that no, Jesus is the way. Mm -hmm. I have I I have found him. He has found me. I have been saved. And this is what I do now. Like, this is my, this is one of my hobbies, if you will, is reading the Bible and doing a Bible study and going to church and being part of my church family. Like, for some people, it's going to be a hard pill to swallow. And they're going to, they, basically what he's saying here is that the crowd came and they're like, how could this person be, we know Jesus. He's just the son of a carpenter. He, he didn't do much of anything. And you got to think he's 33, he started moving around, what, 13 was his first yeah. sermon. So he started moving at 13, like pretty nomadic kind of guy, if you will. So from 13 to now, he hasn't been back to Nazareth as far as I'm tracking.
1: No, no. not tracking either. He, yeah. he
0: hasn't been back to Nazareth. So now he has to be like, hey, I'm, I'm that dude. I'm the carpenter's son. Yeah. Uh, Joseph and Mary, but remember me? I'm also the Messiah. Yeah. So figure it out, bud. So all these the townspeople, you know are you know i I know this kid this is this is no, this is no way no way this is him, and then we're back to the whole Pharisee thing like i'm trying to like help you guys like you guys should be the closest you guys should be the easiest people to convince but you're not it's it's
1: it's interesting how i mean even present day right obviously we don't have Jesus returning to us in you know in the flesh, but how many times people and i I, I kind of think of this as people who've been in church their whole life, even they go to church every day and they just become almost blind to the gospel, blind to the truth of who God is. Yeah, I mean, it happens. So it's, it's strange that people don't let this, let, let the Bible continue to speak to them. And that's almost yeah. what this is. Like Jesus is trying to come back and speak to them. Like they obviously saw him as a child and saw, I'm assuming, <clears throat> um, I mean, he, he's without sin, so he's probably a pretty good kid, right? And then he goes off, and they're, they're hearing they're hearing rumors of his works. We see that in, in some future chapters here, like words getting around. They have to have known about that Jesus was there. Mm-hmm. He left. They hear these stories, and he came back to like I want to like the people who I was close to. I want to make sure they know, but they're just like blind to the truth already. Yep. It's I don't know. It's it's weird, man.
0: <coughs> yeah, and I, like I said, it's uh, it's Jesus is rejected of Nazareth, so. I, I, I'm not saying I feel for him in the way that I understand, but I am having those same struggles right now. Not, not to that extent, but I'm having the same struggles right now that like I post something on Facebook of something good that happened in my church or, um, you know, this, this podcast posting this podcast. And I, I could just imagine like what people knew us at knew me and my wife as, it's not like we were terrible people by by a long shot, but in where I grew up, the church people are just a lot, they got their nose in the air, I guess, sometimes, maybe not. I mean, it's just here, the the church that I have now is just a little bit more welcoming, if you will, of just whoever you are, like come as you are type type people sure yeah um so what people are thinking and it's just like him as a messiah like people are thinking this is what a messiah is supposed to look like and i'm like no i'm a christian oh well you know i saw you do x yesterday yeah like i'm still a normal person yeah like i'm not gonna i'm not coming home in a suit and tie like that's that's not that's not my job
1: it 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 is almost hard for people to accept you in a sense mm-hmm. when they know you. Right. And, and now they, they think they knew Jesus in this case. They thought they knew him. Like at, at what verse is that? Uh, 55. It's like, basically like, well, isn't this the son of Mary and the, the brother of, then this, you know, they're yeah. like calling out his family. Like this, he can't be the Messiah. He was born here. We know his past. And same thing. I go to, you know, I go home to visit family. Cause I don't live near them, obviously with our jobs. And it, it is different people that I, you know, I'm, I'm, Kind of old, I guess. Yeah, kind of yeah, we're, we're old. So, yeah. We just talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, old. we're I'm, in our thirties. We're not that old. Come on, I, I'm but sore. Yeah, I hurt. Um, where's my where's my my walker? Yeah, um, I need a walker. But you, know, right you now. run to like for me, like I run into my friends from high school. A lot of them, like I've been I've been in church my entire life, but like still running to them. They're like, oh, you want to go out and do this? I'm like, nope. I yeah. got church in the morning. It's still like, oh, really you? You still go to church? You're still doing that? You're
0: still. Oh okay. All right man. COVID didn't fix that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, and, and and to all those new people who are sitting around going, man, I don't know if I can handle that. You will. And it, it'll be all right because you'll dude, have a new family anyway. And that's how you yeah, and that's how you know and, and almost like what Jesus said about his family, like your mother and brother are here, and he was like, nah, dude. These are all my this is this is my family." Yeah. Um so again, not bashing on anybody back home of like that go to the church because everybody you know worships differently, but all to the same. Yeah. Um, but be be warned that you know some people are just going to have a really hard time believing that you you have accepted Jesus or you go to church now. Yeah. Like that's 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 huge. I mean, and, pe- people
1: people like to doubt. I think it's like a. A pastime. They just people. like
0: seeing people yeah. not have a good time. Yeah. I was just thinking about it the other day. You know, yeah. since since I've been in my Bible more and praying more, I've been way more uh, happy about life, if you will. Oh like, yeah, m- way more at peace. Like this, this doesn't bother me. Let's just move on. Not not a big deal. So, and that's my that's my rant on. You know, I I try to con. I want to like form this around like new believers yeah i want people to have the answers that i didn't have or that i looked searched for when i first started is like you know how are people going to react well they're not going to react good but i can tell you and this who,
1: things are better and <laughs> honestly like you're quite how are people going to react who cares yeah you know if, yeah if, if you're if, still worried about that if 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 they turn their back on you they probably weren't a good friend And if they turn their back on you they're ultimately really just turning their back on on who we're trying to represent which is jesus and if that's
0: If you know, yeah, remember the fish uh, in the net thing. Yeah,
1: we're back to that. Sorry, guys. Back to
0: that. Okay, so before we wrap up, Uh I want to go over the pop quiz. I didn't have time to study yet. That was a pop quiz. Uh. All right, so the pop quiz was the disciples ask in the beginning. You know, why do you always speak in parables? And um, you know, he just basically says teaching in parables help help the help everyone understand because we're not talking about highly educated people. We're talking about people that just you know farmers uh i not geez man i mean, <laughs> i'm a farmer I'm, I'm not dub yeah we got it man i'm just i'm just talking about like it, it wasn't like they were going to college yeah after high school it's like these some of them didn't even know how to read so sure. the best thing he could do was put it out to the lowest level Sim- simple illustrations that they could relate to yeah and yep. man if you get upset about that Bud, you have a lot... lot, Just forgive me. I mean, some of those... I mean, he can, so I I bet you can.
1: I will admit, for us now current, some of these parables take some digging for me to understand now.
0: Dude, I have... The, the one of the questions is like, how many times do you have to read that to get it? <laughs> like,
1: That's, i which chapter. It chapters like two or three chapters ago. We we're talking about the new wine and old wine bottles. I'm like, yeah. what does that even mean? Oh,
0: dude, I had to like,
1: and, I, yeah, I, or to patch your clothes with new patches. I'm like, what is it? I, I went on like a three hour study on those, but bro, anyway,
0: I could, li- I was literally driving down the road listening to our recording, and I thought, Oh my gosh, that's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> so cool, man. I mean it helped us, right? That's one of the one of the big tickets. All right, so he says he the the disciples asked about the parables, then he says all the seeds represent something. So the seed on the hardened path. I wish we had like a den den dun is <laughs> and is the hardened heart? So the soil that you, the all the soil, the the places that the seeds are spread, are your heart. So the seed on the on a hardened path is your heart. It's a hardened heart. So no matter what people throw at you, that seed will just not that those words will not stick because you are just not welcoming. You are not going to open your open your heart to Jesus. Um, the seed on the shallow soil is doubt. Like you are going to church, you are halfway there you like just dipping your feet in just a little bit, seeing how the temperature is. So you have the doubt. You're you're doubting Jesus. You're doubting your faith. You're doubting whatever. Um, the seeds in the thorn. This is my favorite one, right? Because this this goes back to the the Nazareth thing and me trying to. It's funny because I am from Nazareth, but um, yeah. The seeds seed in the thorn is the people around you. So. I did say your, your heart is the environment, but it's the hearts around you at that point. So Mm -hmm. you, no matter what they do, they can't be harvested. Yes. Nothing can come in, but it also won't be harvested and it's not going to be good because there's, it's a thorn bush. Yeah. Um, so the people around you will, will hinder the word to come to you and the, and the good and the blessings and everything else that follows suit with being a Christian and then the seed in the <laughs> and the seed in the fertile soil is all systems go that's what I have all so, systems go so it's like straight <laughs> up you know you you've you've got rid of some of the bad things that you're doing you walked away from your bad environment you open your heart to God you have you've been baptized you read your Bible like there's so much to it that I'm sure we're halfway there but that seed on that fertile soil—it's it. We're again, we're talking about our heart and our environment, right? That fertile soil. I have a, We have a soft heart. We have an open heart for Jesus. Our environment is welcoming. It's friendly. It's it's of like-minded people. That that helps. Like <clears throat> I posted something the other day was, you know, people that say uh, they don't need church to be a Christian don't understand what actually going to church means. Because going to church doesn't mean like, oh, I'm going to church. It's not so you're seen at church. It's not so you you get something out of it. Somebody there, and I've been told this I don't know how many times, somebody there is wanting to see you. And it might just be that new guy that sees, this is so stupid and materialistic, but think about when you first became a Christian. Maybe it's that new guy that sees you, that knows your occupation and who's like, He's kind of worried about like, you know, being the cool guy or fitting in oh. or whatever. Oh boy, the dogs. Oh. And what what I'm saying is he might see you and go, I know that dude. I've seen him hunting or fishing or I've seen his truck outside. Like he's just like me. Yeah. And you just planted a seed without saying a word. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, and when you say those things. One, it's, it's kind of against the Bible, but when you say those things, you're also accepting. I just don't know. Like, we're, we're back to the soil. Let's just say you're just somewhere in the bad soil, right? Yeah. Maybe a little bit of sand in there. Like, you can accept Jesus. Do you have to go to church? I'm not here to tell you any, like, yes. I'm not here to tell you the rule, but yes. <laughs> and um,
1: forsaking not the assembly? yeah just saying that's
0: in just saying but what what is important is that you go there because you need to surround yourself with that good environment and that makes that holds you accountable exactly. accountability yeah. accountability buddies you know what i mean Yay! Yay. <laughs> and, so yeah that's my and, rant
1: and even to take like what you're saying a, a small step forward i mean it, it makes sense you plant seeds for something to grow so if you're in the right soil with the right you know the right location and the right you know people around you and the right all that stuff that you need there's gonna be growth. You don't just plant a seed for it not to grow. So Yeah. Uh, and that ties so many places we've already covered into you know, you grow and you produce proper fruits. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: look at you, you become a Christian. Yeah and you're happy. It's, I am.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all these things. It's all these things. <laughs> it's all these things. That so pop quiz wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't bad, but it's also one of those things where like go go and read some of these parables and just try to like figure it out. Oh my gosh. Uh oh. That's a new one.
1: Uh-oh, we're in trouble yeah i, I think he we're sounds, robbed
0: he sounds fierce i, think, I don't know he might cut this out
1: yeah we might have to we have to go i think i think someone's here we're in trouble
0: i don't know we're we're gonna get robbed <laughs> oh my gosh all right well with that we'll uh we'll cut it out i hope you guys had a good time we'll see you wednesday wednesday we'll, tomorrow we'll, for, yeah we'll uh, see you tomorrow matthew chapter 14 matthew chapter 14 anything else dog would you like to say anything else the floor is yours floor good He, I, I think I interpreted that Jesus loves you and so do we yeah alright hey like us follow us on uh, Instagram and uh, help us out by shooting a review or the dogs or don't shoot the dog. <laughs> oh god alright we'll see ya bye